How's it going, all you Jack and Diane's? We got the Chumps and Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. Locked and loaded right before draft season. Danny Scott, how you boys doing tonight? I'm doing well. That was a great second take of the intro because that was just stellar. One of my favorites you've ever done. Uh, I don't know if Scott is in as great of a mood. Yeah, Scott, if he was sucking on a chili dog outside the Tasty Freeze, <laughs> I bet he'd be doing all right. Oh, John Mellencamp. <laughs> Scott is uh experiencing some technical struggles. Scott, why don't you give the listeners a little bit, a little taste of how you sound today? Uh, well, my piece of shit computer won't connect, and when it does, everything is super delayed. So Sorry, I'm Scott. doing this through my phone. So you get what Scott, you get. What's the mm-hmm. brand of your computer, by the way? Don't say yeah. it. Don't, you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the computer's fault. It's the, the internet over here. I mean, it's not usually a problem, obviously. Whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. You sound good. Like, just so, yeah. So Scott's having internet issues. So he's doing this from his phone with no microphone, with no headphones and just the audio that is happening but he sounds a thousand times better than before we hit record matt would you agree on that yeah this is serviceable kind of like your kirk cousins of the nfl yeah we got the kirk cousins version of scott today (laughs) (laughs) So, so temper expectations but yeah, today's August 22nd. We're recording this uh, a couple days before like the big fantasy football draft weekend that occurs every year. Uh, the last weekend right before Labor Day. And I know all three of us have a ton of drafts coming up. So level of excitement on a scale of one to ten, level of preparedness on a scale of one to ten. Scott, blast it off. Oh, excitement's always a ten, man. Especially when we got two drafts on the same day. So we got a kind of regulate our beer intake so that we're not, you know, flopping like a fish out of water on the second one. But preparedness, I'd say I'll go an eight. I've done more mock drafts than I could possibly count, but I know it's not how any of the real ones are going to go. So I'm like, well, this is all useless because I know I'm in the one spot in our Frederick draft and it's like, okay. I mean, every time it swings back around, I'm like, dude, Tony Pollard is not going to be there at pick 20. This is stupid. Right. So it's just all for nothing really. Right. Right. Matt, what about you? It's a excitement, like a nine and a half. And I think that half is like a little anxiety in there. Preparedness. I don't think I can throw an eight out there for me. Obviously we've talked a lot on the podcast, but I think a lot of this is fun, anecdotal, we're talking about situations. Uh, I haven't, and I mean, this is bad to say that we're doing the podcast, but I haven't done that, like digging in. Like I like to sometimes put together my own projections, look at like some stats, develop my own rankings with all this like convoluted bullshit in Excel. And then I feel good. <laughs> and I didn't do that yet this year. I'm trying to piece something together now, but if I, if I get there, I'm going to feel better. I also got a dynasty draft for the first time this year it starts tomorrow. And I realized I haven't looked at like dynasty rankings or dynasty draft strategy yet. So uh, maybe I should uh, hop into that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. This is the fourth season that we've done this show. And do you guys remember back to season, the prep for season one, the amount of detail and just hours and hours of energy to try to give 
great, great content so people could dominate their fantasy drafts. And now we're here, kind of like Matt Lee said, just we are specifically here just to have fun and give you what you need, give you what you need. And maybe a few laughs, laughs. <laughs> maybe a few laughs along the way. And, uh, you know, let's just all have a good time is the motto now. But we're glad that you're here. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit of news and then we're going to pop right into a fun pick a card draft that I have uh, written for Matt and Scott. This is volume four of the pick a card draft where it's nine rounds and um, every round I give each one of the boys uh, a selection of three specific guys that they get to uh, pick from for that round. And we'll get to the details of that that later, but it helps kind of analyze a little bit of uh, how you feel about some of these guys, these players, and um, a little bit of st- a strategy that is involved. But again, I'll go over that here in a minute. Let's talk a little bit of news, and we'll start with the big news. Jonathan Taylor has been allowed by the Indianapolis Colts to seek a trade. There is a little bit of dancing going on between the Colts and Jim, or, or I'm sorry, between Jonathan Taylor and Colts owner Jim Irsay and they're like now you're going to be with us nobody cares about you and then finally they're like okay you can seek a trade so let's start with how do players seek trades isn't that a team thing so how do I as an individual player go and seek a trade well I mean they obviously have to go and visit the facility have a, a kind of a workout session with them and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure their agents uh, really arrange a lot of that kind of stuff. So I think that's where the seeking trade is as far as the agreeing to the, the dollar amounts and the terms and the trade that is the organization itself. But he's, I I think what they're saying is he's allowed to do these visits to explore the trades and who's interested in them. And then they will decide if they, but does, does he, does he, he's basically giving them teams that he's okay to be traded to. Exactly. And it's, he's definitely not like, Okay, I'm gonna go to this team and uh, figure it out. Uh, they're, they're gonna give you that guy. And yeah, we're gonna be fine. Because what if if you're the Colts GM and Jonathan Taylor's like, "Hey, um, I'm cool to be traded to the Dolphins or the Vikings," and then the, what's stopping the owners from going? No, like they don't have anyone that we fucking want. So that shit ain't happening. It's either gonna be the Cleveland Browns or nobody. Okay, Jonathan, am I? And that to see like him on like the bills or something that'd be crazy. Scott, what's I wouldn't your... be surprised if he gets traded like midway through the season to a contender and nobody nobody gives up you know what they want right now because obviously they want a first round pick or whatever that equal equals to a first round pick is what I heard and I don't think anyone is willing to just give that up if their team's already going to be good or you know, right. risking their future if they're a team that's kind of meh. But I don't know. I mean, a first round pick for a running back that's only been in the year or league a few years and has been great. If you got a good old line, I I would don't see the problem with that. Getting a star running back. I'd feel better about second rounder and a cha- and some change, you know. Throw throw something else in there to double on, but second rounder and some change. I agree with both you guys, but if I were the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs, sure, take a first rounder. Like, let's run the shit back. We got nobody back here. Like, I don't care. Like, 
Jonathan Taylor on the Chiefs, sure, sure, sure. But Jonathan Taylor on the Chiefs, like that, it'd be it's the best team in the league getting that much better. If you're the Chiefs, you, oh my God, you got to kick the tires on Jonathan Taylor. This is a golden opportunity to, to repeat, right? Bills too. Yeah, I mean, contender wise, you got the. I don't think since he would be interested. San Fran's kind of in the mix. They're obviously not interested. Mm-hmm. After that. He gets less exciting for Jonathan Taylor, but I certainly think he could find roles where he could get a lot of exposure and playing time. I I don't know what he's seeking. Do you do you know any more than does he want championship? Does he want money? Does he want playing time? I was does under the impression it was money. I was under the impression it's yeah. money. That's what I, I thought. I don't know if he'll get that in KC. I don't know if he'll get that going to just a contender as much as he would be going to a team that's looking to build something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other news, uh, Terry McLaurin has turf toe after the game, after practice or after a game? I think it was after the game. No, it was, it was in the game. I actually, one of the few preseason games I threw on last night, um, I saw the play. And it, was, it wasn't that brutal looking of a play, but his toe got caught on the turf as he went down. And it's pretty obvious it looked like toe, turf toe. I heard x-rays came back negative. I don't know what that means. Like, it's still turf toe, but they came back like, I don't know, what is he like less severe? I don't know, but turf toes a linger. I don't like it. I love Terry McLaurin. I need to hear more before I draft him now. Mm-hmm. Scott, you uh liken Jahan Dotson, the uh sophomore wide receiver who was getting a lot of buzz towards the end of the last year because he's getting similar work as Terry McLaurin. If Terry McLaurin has to miss, Jahan Dotson's a steal, right? Yeah, I would say so. But it looks like Terry McLaurin is not going to – they're they're not expecting him to miss week one. But I expect a lot of things that don't happen, so what are you going to do? Um, Devin A-Chain, the uh, rookie running back for the Miami Dolphins, uh, hurt his shoulder. Was it a separated shoulder? I believe it was a separated shoulder because he got picked up and thrown to the ground. Separated. Separated right off. Yeah. This something to note, that was a three-headed monster of A-Chain, Raheem Mostert, and Jeff Wilson. So, I don't know. A-Chain is small. He got tossed around by a big old boy, and he uh, broke that shoulder. I don't know what to say other than me. And he lost. Yeah. So, that's all the news I have. Do you guys have any more NFL news? I mean... Uh, I heard that Baker Mayfield has been announced the starter in Tampa Bay. That's true. I did hear that too. Like, you know what that actually intrigues me with, and I'm not going to lie. I heard on a podcast, somewhat known as the the Spanishy okay. Schmallers. Okay. Uh, one one I think it was his my guy. One guy really liked Mike Evans and made a compelling case, and one of those cases was that. Mike Evans is one of the best deep ball catchers in the league. And one thing that Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield is actually somewhat decent at is putting the ball up deep. And this could be a really nice connection. Mike Evans is still like how many years? Thousand yard receiver. I think it's like eight or nine. Yeah, it's crazy. And I mean, and he's hungry. He makes that known. And everybody's like, oh, well, he doesn't have Tom Brady anymore. Guess what? Before Tom Brady, he didn't have Tom Brady either. Like he's done it with other people before. It's going to be okay. And I have never been a Mike Evans guy. 
And I'm starting to kind of think I might be a Mike Evans guy this year. He's not that old. He's like 29. Doesn't Mike Evans sound like a 33-year-old to you guys right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scott, do you remember Mike Evans when he was playing for Texas A&M uh, against Mizzou and with Johnny Manziel to Mike Evans? Like, do you remember that those days? Yeah. And we watched Johnny Manziel run around like a cycle and just heave the ball up with no intentions at all. And Mike Evans would just go, Oh Jesus Christ. And he would just like run over there and just like be unbelievable getting the ball. Like, wow, Johnny Manziel, what a throw. And you're like, (laughs) Mike Evans just had to like drop everything he was doing wrong across half the field and like destroy two guys to get that ball. But no one. Yeah. (laughs) Johnny Manziel. Oh, awesome. Anywho, yeah, no, I'm, I'm coming around a bit. Uh, I think, and who knows, uh, Baker Mayfield could be bench week two. Um, and this could all be out the window, but I feel like in this current situation, Evans has the fantasy upside over like Godwin or anything else there. Like I'm, I'm kind of intrigued, especially at a, at a decent discount on draft price. Chris Godwin's going ahead of Mike Evans in drafts. Exactly. And I think that means I won't be having any Chris Godwin unless Mike Evans gets drafted first in like home leagues, which could happen because he is a big name. So I'll just become best friends with Mike Evans. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) I'm moving him up right now on my rankings here. Um, The Buccaneers week one play against the Vikings. So I think Baker Mayfield will be fine for week two. Anywho, anything else? Scott, you got any more news? Uh, yeah, I was just going to mention that uh, Baltimore's preseason streak oh, ended. Yeah, they lost the game. I can't believe I forgot that. Wars. Yeah, 24 straight preseason games. This lasted three seasons before they even drafted Lamar Jackson. They've been winning preseason games and they lost on a last second field goal to the commanders. And everyone is either taking the side of, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um. It's over, but that was a cool thing. And, and the other side is like, that was the stupidest shit I've ever heard of people keeping track of of straight preseason games. So which side do you guys fall on? What's funny is that's one of the few preseason games I've watched, and I turned it off at like the third time. <laughs> <laughs> I think the commanders were down when I turned it off, so that probably would have been a pretty fun comeback. But I don't know. I I do think they're, like, if you look at the statistical like history of it, like, not necessarily like, winning out preseason matters but having a winning record in preseason does translate to having a successful team as much as people don't want to think it does like I, you just said the depth, words and i'm sure it's backed by like statistics and i still don't believe you i still think it's bullshit but depth <laughs> matters injuries happen like especially like on linemen and defensive players like not your superstars that you're thinking about that we obviously know when they get injured and who's stepping in but this does matter um even past the point of guys just making the roster so i guess it's not apples to apples of how good a team is going to do but it does matter depth is important in the nfl in this day yeah whatever and I'm, you're right i'm it's sure like right. huge a huge deal but it is it is pretty crazy because i mean it's not like they're playing starters against other teams backups it's like you'd think at one point you have your third string guys in there and they're not doing very good on a particular night. How, I mean, that is crazy that they won that many in a row. Is it significant for any reason? No, but it is kind of neat. That's like seven seasons. 
Isn't it? Yeah, seven seasons. Twenty sixteen was the last time they lost a preseason game. That is that is wild. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. No. So I did so much uh, work in prepping for the news. Scott, you just continued. Is there any more news? <laughs> no, I think that's all I had. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Let's get into it. Let's get into the pick a card draft. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. I sure hope so. So. How does this work? Nine rounds. I will not be drafting because I put this thing together. It'll be Matt versus Scott. Um, I will be the only judge to decide who won, which is pretty cool for me. Um, so you guys are drafting a team of a one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex. That's eight spots there. And then there is a replacement in there, too. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like one more time for me, a quarterback. Two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and then the ninth round, wherever it falls, is a replacement. So if you're like, oh, I like this guy way better, you just replace that guy. Boom. Got it. Thank you. Got it. Got it. You got you guys you ready. So you got car you got deck A and deck B. Or wait, is this half PPR? Sure. Yes. How many points per passing touchdown? <sighs> I suppose four. <laughs> so, what are my bonuses? So, all right, we're going to move right in. <laughs> so, so, which one of you turds wants to pick your deck first? Oh, so, okay. by the way, so if, for instance, Matt just saved me, <laughs> Matt goes first. Sorry, Scott. So, so Matt will say that he'll pick deck A or B, and I will read him three players, various positions he doesn't know ahead of time, and he will break down which player out of those three he wants. And then Scott will go with the other one. Then Scott will pick. Then up, but they pick, you get it. So, Matt, deck A or B? B. B. So your choices are oh, you're gonna like this. You're gonna like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna titillate a little bit. What titillate means what does titillate mean? Does that mean like tease? I don't know. It sounds naughty though, doesn't it? Because of the tit. <laughs> titillate <laughs> means intriguing stimulate or excite parentheses someone, especially in a sexual way. So yeah, it is sexual. Okay, yeah. So I am titillating you. So so your choices. <laughs> Your choices uh, for round one are Derek Henry, Stefan Diggs, or Bijan Robinson. So talk through your thoughts on these guys and how you're comparing. Because these are all late round one options yeah. in actual drafts. So what do, give the people what they want. What are you thinking? I know the highest ADP here is Bijan, and I get taking that risk on a rookie. I don't love it. I'm not really targeting a spot in a draft to take Bijan because I – I don't usually take on that kind of a load. <laughs> and uh, Derek Henry, I have some bias with. Stefan Diggs is a weird one to me because I've always loved him in the past. And for the, some reason this year, I'm just not excited about him. Is it? Wow. Like, is there, it's not like I, there's any. I think bad. it's, I think, I, no, I think excited. it's the Le- LeBron James effect of when you're constantly good over and over and over and over. People are like, yeah, but let's get something different in there. I mean, I think Devontae Adams has a similar issue this year. Right. Well, and also there's some Stefan. Like apparently he just recently came out again saying he wants to be out of Buffalo. And it's like, what the hell is that about? Like, he's like saying something about like, I don't think Buffalo is contenders anymore. It's like, whoa, buddy. Like, <laughs> there's like four contenders, and Buffalo is one of them. And if you want to go to a different one, that's, yeah. you're not going to be as premier on that team. 
and you're probably not going to go to any of them. <laughs> and like, they're not going to have a better quarterback than you have, and you're not going to get paid the same amount that you're currently on. So why don't you just, why don't you just, you know, play? I didn't know that though, so that's kind of bugging me about my Stephon Diggs. I was really into him, but anywho, three wide receivers though. Three so for, through a uh, Cal League, I don't know how legitimate that is. That's that's hearsay. Scott, did but you I... hear that? He started to call this person a friend. And then he switched over to colleague. So if that guy is listening to this show, and he's like, this is me he's talking about. He heard him bail out a friend mid-sentence. <laughs> What's funny is I think that guy actually listens. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. What's his name? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, because of all of that, um, I, I, th- I think I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. Uh, that's my safest pick. I have bias on that pick. I know that's what you're saying. I'd like about it. Mm-hmm. I, I like all it the was. guys in this group, and I just don't think I'm going to get any shares on Bijan this year, and I'm just going to suffer that if he is as successful as people want him to be. I'm starting to really get more intrigued by Bijan as we get closer to drafts, <clears throat> and it's kind of scaring me because I really wasn't didn't care like up until like a couple of days ago. The weird thing is like I could miss just as easily on Derrick Henry as I could on Bijan right now. But it's like it's a mental complex. Like Derrick Henry could get a foot injury, like he did, or some other injury. He's older. He's beat up. He's got usage. And Bijan could also just be where he doesn't get the role right away. They both have similar risks to me, but I feel more comfortable with Derrick Henry. Scott, who I would think you... the only way I would get Bijan is if what kind of happened with Jonathan Taylor, I think, on his. I don't even know, it was a rookie or a sophomore year when he exploded and he was projected at like 11, 12 overall. And I was at like the, I don't know if I was in the one spot or the two spot. And all of a sudden it came all the way back and it was like the beginning of round three. And I was like, he's still sitting here and I got two picks in. I don't know why everyone's passing on him, but I'll go ahead and take him here. And obviously he, that was his crazy 17 touchdown year or whatever and did amazing. But I don't have as much faith in Bijan as like I did with Saquon when he came into the league as a rookie. So the only way I would get Bijan is if he kind of fell like that and it was maybe if I'm at the turn and he, you know, went by and it's like I got the 10-11 pick and he got like, like you said, like Derrick Henry and then maybe him, then maybe you stack that up and then you never know. But I think other people are going to take him way before I would. Mm-hmm. So Scott, quickly before we get to your your deck, um, would you have taken Henry as well? Yeah. Okay. So Scott's deck is deck A, and he gets for round one Saquon Barkley, Tyreek Hill, or Travis Kelsey. That's a crop. Mm. That's a crop. Are these decks fair? You picked B. <laughs> so. I thought it was a misnomer. Okay? <laughs> I think I would have to go with Travis Kelsey there. Okay. Talk it through. Talk I it think, through. Uh, Saquon, again, I'm I'm not huge on him. I'd be okay with him. Um, but I think the depth at running back and then obviously at wide receiver is there, whereas tight end, it's like Travis Kelsey – and then everybody else. Hmm. So I I would be willing to give up what I'm losing with Tyreek Hill and getting another good wide receiver, whereas if I pass on Kelsey, who knows what you're going to end up with later on. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Matt, who would you have taken out of that group? You don't like Barkley, though, so you don't like Hill either. I don't like Barkley, and I don't like Hill. I've never been a a Kelsey truther. My my whole stance on Kelsey is if I buy in now, he's going to have his first, like, downslide year. But I probably would have gone Kelsey here. Mm. You guys are just right in pace. That's not a a phrase at all. I don't know why you fucking said that. All right. So put the horse before the pace. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Scott, you get to pick. Which deck, A or B? Let's just keep it with A. Hey, all right. Your round two selections are Tony Pollard, Garrett Wilson, or Chris Olave. Tony. Okay, talk uh, through for that, the people here. That's the <laughs> a little right bit. Answer. Talk I through will, for the people. But that one wasn't even. That's not even within the realm of discussion for me. I, I am Olave, not a fan Olave of Garrett. So thinking, Garrett Wilson. I agree totally with you, Scott. But you guys, yeah, you guys are. I don't. Garrett Wilson. I haven't. I don't buy in yet. I mean, he could explode with Rodgers. I get it, but I don't have the faith in him to take him as my wide receiver one and be confident in that. And kind of the same with Olave. I think there's plenty of guys I like ahead of them, and there's a few that are right behind them that I like just as much. Um, I mean, I know the Saints, I mean, they got what Carr there now, so they actually have somebody who can throw it again. But Carr's been up and down with his career, so who really knows? I just I'm not a I'm not a huge Olave guy because his numbers were good, but they weren't like anything to write home about. I don't feel like oh, they're um, so good though. They're so good though. Last year. <laughs> When's the last and like I said, Garrett Wilson, I'm not even home. I'm not looking at Garrett Wilson really. So that was an easy one Pollard for me. Okay. Tony Pollard goes to Scott there. So all right, Matt, you ready for um B? I think you're gonna this is gonna go well. You got Josh Jacobs, Devonte Adams, oh. or Mark Andrews. Ooh. The big tight end tease there. I am tempted with Mark Andrews. I, I think he comes at a, a price point that is much better than Kelsey, but I don't think it's the second round. I think it's a little bit of a reach if I'm calling this my second round pick. Isn't Mark Andrews usually hitting like round four? No, he's yeah, going four he's three. going at the two three turn right now. Uh, a a <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I kind of I kind of want Josh Jacobs. Let me uh. Where did these fall in the ADP? Is Josh Jacobs ahead of? I did not write that down. So PPR. I'm I'm looking at now. Josh Jacobs is landing at 20 and Mark Andrews is at 28. And I think that gives me enough reason just to go running back, running back here. I'm going to go Josh Jacobs. I like Josh Jacobs. I've been a fan. I saw like an article earlier that said he was a bust this year and I just didn't even read into it. I was like, this is dumb. I'm closing mm-hmm. this article right now. <laughs> I like that, by the way. I'm just like your confirmation bias. Like, I'll read this as long as it doesn't make me tilt. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what Fantasy Bowl is all yeah. about. So Matt takes Josh Jacobs here and closes out a uh, a pretty rock-solid running back group here. Uh. With Derrick Henry and uh, Josh Jacobs. We'll see how that pans out for him. So, Matt, you are up now for your round three, A or B. B. Okay. You get, Jesus, you get Justin Fields, DK Metcalf, or Aaron Jones. DK Metcalf. 
Okay. Talk through it. Talk through yeah. it. Talk through it. I need a wide receiver. I'm not sold on Justin Fields yet. I never liked Aaron Jones, and I don't need a running back. Boom. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Fastest podcast ever. All right, Scott, you're up. You ready? <laughs> you ready. get Justin Herbert, Devontae Smith, or Miles Sanders. Justin Herbert, Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders. I guess we're uh, past all the wide receiver studs at this point anyways. Are you, though? I mean, yes, I assume so. We're moving down the list. (laughs) I throw a couple Um, of surprises in there for you, so you can be like, ooh. Definitely not interested in Miles Sanders with already having a running back and needing a wide receiver. Let's see. Devontae Smith is currently ranked 13 as wide receiver. It's not so bad. I had him last year, and he had a lot of really good games. And then a couple that were meh. Um, Herbert had a really down year last year. But from what I remember, he had some kind of like rib injury after like week three that lingered yeah. the entire year. Right. So that didn't help him any. Uh, um, so it's definitely between Herbert and Devontae. Choose you, jackass. I'll take Herbert. Okay, <laughs> Justin Herbert. I gave a little Joey Tribbiani in there for him because I know he loves it. Kicking the wide receiver way? can down the road. <laughs> so, through three rounds, we're a third of the way in. Scott's team is Justin Herbert, Tony Pollard, and Travis Kelsey. That's pretty, pretty sick. Matt's team is Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, DK Metcalf, also sick. So I think you guys are doing a just okay job. All right, Scott. <laughs> Round four, A or B. I'll I'll do B this time. Why not? Okay. Okay. Jameer Gibbs, running back, rookie for the Lions. Trevor Lawrence or T. Higgins. Now remember, there's always the replacement. If you like Lawrence better than Herbert, then you can replace him because you get a replacement. Right. Well, that's not the case, anyways. I definitely sure. like Herbert for the Lawrence. Um, and then Jameer Gibbs, I don't know anything about him. Um, <laughs> he's a he's a rookie tight. I'm sorry, rookie running back out of Alabama catches the ball a lot. He got picked 12th overall in this draft. Um, David Montgomery's on the Lions as well, but they're thinking Jameer Gibbs is the more explosive, really dynamic back. And there's a uh, big expectations for Jameer Gibbs, so that's who he is. Yeah, I don't buy it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bullshit. Jameer Gibbs is what ranked 13 running back and T Higgins is 14 and wide receiver, according to half PPR and fantasy pros. Just pick um, T Higgins and be done with it. Just the fact do that it. I need a wide receiver right. and I'm not big on a rookie like that, where where they have another experienced running back who's still, you know, a formidable running back. It's not like he's old and washed up or anything. Yeah, I'm gonna go Higgins. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. Gross. Matt, would you have done the same? No, you would have gone Gibbs. You're lying, yeah. man. Yeah, hell Come yeah. Gibbs. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt. Here you go. Matt's got two running backs and wide receiver. So you get uh deck A, and that is JK Dobbins, George Kittle, or Dak Prescott. Oh, <laughs> gross. All of it, yeah. Well, to be fair. 
you dislike 60% of the of the field of the generally. league of the league and so unless it's Derek yeah. Henry I don't want to hear about it there wasn't one in this group it was JK oh, Dobbins Kittle. George okay. Kittle your uh what you need a tight end so I didn't know <laughs> yes, yeah yeah oh yeah yeah so what are you doing what do you like when you just like talk through it with the people? Talk through it with the people. Well, I I mean, I don't hate Dak. I just hate taking a quarterback this early when I could get other value. But I guess if I'm limited to these three, mm-hmm. then as is the game. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a huge. I, I like Kittle as a person. You know, he seems but like a cool dude. You get a replacement later, so you could slide George Kittle into your tight end spot, and if you like someone better later, be like, "Oh shit, yeah, for sure." I like somebody better. I'm just gonna like their upside later in the draft more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna take Kittle now and then be like later, like, "Oh, Chig." I like him more than mm-hmm. Kittle, and I'm just going to replace Kittle with him. That's not going to happen. So, by the way, I will tell you guys, round nine um, has one of every every position. So if you do a replacement earlier, you're not going to like be out of luck in the end. Okay. As we do every year. So you're between Kittle and Prescott then. I think I'm, I'm going to go Kittle here. Okay, I talked him into George. I don't love it, but uh, I got done the same. Yeah, you got, you got the skittle biddle, and um, Ooh, now the fantasy pros just uh put Darren Waller above George Kittle this year now Ooh. in the uh, rankings. So Matt, you that get son of a bitch. You get to pick your deck here, A or B. B. I'm always a B boy. All right. You're well well how about <laughs> you get Tyler Lockett, Jerry Judy, or James Connor. Tyler Lockett, Jerry Judy, James Connor. I feel like ADP is gonna say Jerry Judy here. And it and it does. I just brought it up. But I I still think I like Lockett. Like the dude is just solid as fuck. And I don't see that changing this year. I think he's still going to be a thousand yard receiver. And I think that Gino's going to key on him. He's so good. And he's not that like, how old do you think Lockett is? 30. 31. You know, 31 sounds right. Oh, you didn't have what he is. Hey, born in September. He'll be 31 this season, you know? So he is old, but I just I don't think he doesn't have it in the tank anymore. And I get that there's you know what I got DK Metcalf. I can't. I, but but okay. To be fair though, this is I, I saw that too. I think for these purposes, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> well, I mean, it is, and I want to talk about why I like Lockett. I think he's gonna have a great season again. The explosive guy there, the big receiver, the 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 home run threat is DK Lockett. I think is still gonna be a a fantasy consistent starter this year and a great wide receiver too for me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go with the the higher upside and the higher risk though with Jerry Judy. I've always loved his talent. I think that Denver is going to figure out a little bit more this year and I don't, they're very similar to me. Mm-hmm. Just in, they're going to have different upsides and different 
play. I'm not going to feel as good week one starting Jerry Judy as I would Tyler Lockett. I'll say that much, but I will take Jerry Judy here. Higher upside. I like that. That's the breakdown. You hear the, God? That was oh, sometimes that was you know. really good analysis, analysis. All right, so Scott, round five. Here we go. You ready for it? I'm ready. Mike Evans, all of our boy, Mike Evans, DJ Moore, or Alexander Madison? Alexander Madison. Yeah, DJ Moore is out um, <laughs> right away. Right out of the gate. <laughs> right out of the gate. He's a Explain no contender. Um, yeah, why? Why? Give it, give it to the people. Why? He's in Chicago, and he's underperformed the last several years, so there's – there's no Wait. faith in him blowing up this year, having a great year. I mean, Some he could. Don't get me wrong. He's got the, ta- the talent. Chicago, I just though, did he? Do what? Did, did he underperform in Chicago though? Well, now he has a quarterback that throws even less is the problem. I think they had the lowest average attempts per game last year Maybe in history. In re- no, I'm sorry, in recent history, there's no one that has thrown less than Chicago did last year. Which means that they should they should throw more. That's just, they might throw more. If you don't like DJ Moore, it's fine. Just say it. But he's my he's my boy, and I love him. Yeah. So he's he's out of the running right there. Uh, they said Evans or Madison. Yeah, Mike Evans, Alexander Madison. I ah, that one is intriguing. I do like Alexander Madison. A lot. Um, I think he showed that when he is the guy, he does very well. I do really like Mike Evans, though. And I have, I was, you guys were talking him up earlier. I was hoping that most people would be kind of over him and he'd kind of slide in drafts because I was definitely looking for him this year. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm behind one of Scott's. What was Scott's last pick? Just so I can follow. T Higgins. Okay. So he does have a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's would, the thing. I, is I got I one running back and one wide receiver. So I need, I could obviously use either position here. I'm not sure what it's, decent it's running my, backs really. It's are it's Mike Evans to me. I mean, I think that you you're into it. You waited on the position for three rounds. You got your first one, in the fourth. Have your second one be Mike Evans. Sounds. Yeah. It's your team, though. It's your no, just, team. It's This one is literally a coin toss for me because it's like after Madison, there's only a handful of running backs that are even going to be like the clear number one that you're like really want to draft still. But wide receivers after Mike Evans, after you kind of go down the list a little bit, there's not anyone else I'm real excited about for a while in that area either. So. Yeah, I'll take Evans. All right, Mike oh, Evans. This is a slow con. We actually all hate Mike Evans. <laughs> you guys I hope doing... so. I want him this year. <laughs> yeah. So, Scott now has Justin Herbert, Tony Pollard, T. Higgins, Mike Evans, and Travis Kelsey. Matt has Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, DK Metcalf, Jerry Judy, and George the Skittle Kittle. So, now it is Scott that gets a pick. His... uh. His little, his little, his little quad, quad deck. Uh, do a, a. All right, you get Damian Pierce, Drake London, or Tua Tungo Vailoa. 
That is an easy one. Okay. Um, okay. I, I don't want to because I already have Herbert. Uh, so that wouldn't be an upgrade or any way. I mean, not that two is bad. And with those two receivers he's got there, I mean, he has a potential, but obviously I like Herbert and that's goes without saying, I think in every ranking Herbert is several above two by five or six quarterbacks. All right. Um, wide receiver Drake London. I'm not a Drake London person. I don't buy into it yet. Uh, it's a crappy team still. I just I didn't see enough to where I'm re- looking for him in drafts. There's other guys around him that I think are just as good. Um, so I feel like I will have zero shares of Drake London this year. Mm-hmm. Damian Pierce, also a crappy team, but he is going to be the guy there. Um, I think he's going to be the bell cow. I need another running back. He's one of those kind of – I mean, there's only a few guys after him that I feel like you're excited to have on your team. Um, I mean, James Conner just went, he's kind of in that same area. And then, I mean, you got Alvin Kamara who's ranked down there, but he's missing a few games. So I'm not a big, big Pierce fan because it is still Houston, but I think he's one of the latter running backs you can get and still get, you know, a lot of carries, a lot of production out of him every game. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, Danny, if we're still doing sleepers break out some bus, but Damian Pierce is on my sleeper list. I think nobody's talking about him. I think this guy's going to get a ton of carries and he's shown that he is good. You know, like there's no reason to stay away from this guy. I think it's a great pick, Scott. Mm-hmm. There you go. So Damian Pierce to Scott. So that leaves. Was it Dad. a pick, Scott? I feel like I kind of interrupted you though. No, he said it. He Do said it. it was Pierce. He said it was Pierce. Yeah. Was yeah. Pierce. It's Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. So, that's if you waited a little bit on your second running back, that that's a great one to land. Mm-hmm. So Scott is very, very even with his picks, which is where you want to be after six rounds. So that's good. Uh, Matt, you ready for yours? Uh, yeah. You get Rashad White. <laughs> Mike Williams. Ooh. And Deshaun Watson. I'll go Mike Williams. Okay. I, I do think Deshaun Watson has a, a potential to get back into form this year and he's kind of one year removed from the shit you know um everything's going to calm down a little bit and we know that he has talent and that could be a great pick he could be a sleeper pick in a lot of leagues this year with what he puts on the field but i i don't think i'm, I'm i want to take on that trust you know with him I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to take Mike Williams. I've always liked him. I think I got a good rack of like a high end RB2, RB1, or sorry, high end wide receiver two slash wide receiver one with DK Matt Metcalf. And then Jerry Judy and Mike Evans are just wide receiver twos. Like, that is core. I can start these guys every week. I can feel okay about it and adjust from there. Like, I like this wide receiver core without a I- stud, stud. I like the way that I agree completely with your breakdown of your wide receivers. The DK Metcalf, it's like three wide receiver twos. Metcalf having wide receiver one upside and genuine potential. And Mike Williams potentially being wide receiver three, but with wide receiver two upside. So it's evenly balanced in a different way when you went high energy running backs to start. It's all you could ask for. So I think this is looking like a solid team. I'll always say that it's easier to find wide receivers to start than it is to find running backs to start. 
Mm-hmm. Not that it's always easier to find re- wide receivers that you always want in your lineup. That's a different story. I gotta you say, find guys to plug and chug at wide receiver though. You guys are so I, I think out of the so we're two thirds of the way in. This is the fourth volume of pick a card draft, and I think this time you guys are really nailing your own lineups. Like, like you. you are putting together, I think this is last round. I might have to tweak it to just be like, let's talk through these guys because I don't <laughs> think a single, you guys are just, you know what I mean? You're just uh, choosing the right things to where round nine is going to be relevant unless I change how I do it, which I might. So anywho. I think Scott, all this means is that Danny's opinions have seeped too far into our brains. I hope so. <laughs> That's all I want in my heart. So Round seven, uh, Matt, you get to pick which deck you want. I'll go B. I'm a B boy. So here we go. Matt has left a quarterback and a flex and a possible replacement or, yeah, possible replacement. So Christian Watson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Geno Smith. You know, right when you said Juju, I always said I'm going to take him. I like, I like him for a New England player playing the slot. That position has success there. I think he has talent. I think he can do something in this offense. But then you said Gino, and I know it's late, and I don't have a quarterback. That's right. And I, I think Gino, he's also on my sleeper list right there by you can, Damian Pierce. You can pair him with Metcalf. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, it's so weird to have how old is Gino, an older quarterback on my sleeper list. But I, I think. think- he was at what West Virginia. Is, well, is very he's like 34, I think. Right, isn't he? Because I think we he was at West Virginia. Maybe maybe he's like 32 or 31. But like, if not while we were in school, he was 32. Yeah. just after us. So at West Virginia. Okay. Continue, Matt. Sorry. What he did last season is very repeatable. And not only that, I think he can build on it. And he's he's got the experience. And he's obviously got the talent. I just don't think he was in great situations before he was in Seattle. And Grant, he's in a good situation, you know, and that's why he's succeeding. And I think it's going to get better for him. And I'll take Geno Smith here as my quarterback late in this pick a card draft. Mm -hmm. That's what you were waiting for. And that's what you got, bud. So that's, that's what I mean. You guys are filling out these teams so perfectly. You guys are really good at this. So, Scott, here you go. You get Deontay Johnson, Alvin Kamara, or Brian Robinson. What was the first one? Deontay Johnson from the Steelers, Alvin Kamara, or Brian Robinson. Um, Starting hmm. running back for the Commanders, Brian Robinson. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, obviously, he was serving a three-game suspension. Deontay right. Johnson, I think so far in the past few weeks, I found that I'm the only one that likes Deontay Johnson apparently this year. So, I I don't dislike him, but I, I mean, uh, I don't know George Pickens there. I don't know if he screams uh, exciting. Uh, I would wouldn't be disappointed with Deontay, but he's not a guy I'm reaching for or anything by any means. I think in that situation, I would have to go Alvin Kamara and stack up one of my spots. Obviously, I've got two bell cow backs. I can wait a couple games, hopefully. Tread water, you know, not not go 0-3, hopefully, in fantasy. And then you have him to step in there. 
I, I'm okay with having him serve the three games. Okay. Okay. Because really, we're not actually playing this league, so the three game suspension, I guess, in a way, is irrelevant. It matters. It matters. <laughs> so don't fuck with me. I'm sorry. It took a lot of energy to put into this pick a card draft. Now we're all fucking it up. So, Matt, your group is. Wait, no, wait. We're even now, right? We're going into round eight. Okay, we're going into round eight. So Matt, no, I'm sorry, Scott is up, and he needs a wide receiver or a replacement. Matt needs a flex or a replacement. So here we go. Um, A. A, okay. Your A group is Cam Akers, Jackson Smith and Jigba, the rookie for Seahawks, or Christian Kirk. Mm. Your, your boy. Actually, it's my boy, isn't he? Is he my... Ridley is my boy more than Kirk. <laughs> I was say, is, is, is Christian Kirk going to be my baby boba? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, If I wouldn't have just taken Kamara, I would take Cam Akers there. Um, you have a replacement if you want that. Right. I mean, I don't think it's... a. am just saying if he was in the last pick, if I had taken wide receiver on my last one and had that flex open, I don't like Cam Akers more than Kamara. But had I gone with a wide, had I gone with Deontay, I would for sure be taking Cam Akers here. Okay. But since he's gone, yeah, I'll take Kirk as my third receiver. That is a good looking team there. And now, Matt, you ready for your last one? And you get anything you want, bro. So a lot of Seahawks here. Here we go. Ken Walker, Michael Pittman, and Quinton Johnson. The rookie uh, wide receiver from the uh, the Chawages. I'd say this late. I, I still like Ken Walker. I, I like, and I I do think uh, Champagne is a little more banged up there, and I think Ken Walker is going to have the right to step into that starting role, and I think he's in the starting role. They right call now. him Champagne. I love it. Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to understand Charbonnet. Just call him Champagne. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm going to. Ken Walker here. He did a lot for me last year. I want him in my flex. All right. So we're through eight rounds. Your teams are looking really, really, really great. Um, I had players for round nine, so you guys can have your replacement. You guys only have replacements left because you did such a stellar job. I can't believe I'm giving you guys this compliment, but here we are. So we're going to tweak this. And I'm going to make it a little bit more difficult because obviously you guys would not have used these round nine players to replace your current people. But here we are. So round nine, Matt. Can you tell us who the players were? I will. Uh, Do you want me to? Okay. So just just out of curiosity. In one group, one deck, there was. So again, there was one from every position. Uh, Deck A was Isaiah Pacheco, Kirk Cousins. Traylon Burks, Evan Ingram. But none of those people are going to replace any of your people, I don't think. The other group was James Cook, Jared Goff, Brandon Cooks, Greg Dulcich. Now, maybe if Scott got that one, he would have taken Brandon Cooks and maybe Traylon Burks as well, because I know I think you're a fan of both those guys. I'm not mistaken, Scott. Uh, Cook, Burks, I I mean, I'm I'm getting a little, little colder on him recently, but Cooks, that, that one is intriguing. I've, him or Kirk is wide receiver three. 
That's mm-hmm. uh, that one is a, that one's a thinker. No. Now, this would have been an easy, if Matt would have taken deck B, he would have easily replaced Geno Smith with Jared Goff, and then off yeah. we go, and then that's just easy peasy, Japanesey. So, Matt, you're going first. I just decided, because you're staring at me. So, you have to replace somebody. That's the new rule. You have to. You have to replace somebody. You ready? I guess. I suppose. Your people are. Well, look at that. They're all wide receivers. Oh. Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin. Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin. Your current wide receivers are DK Metcalf, Jerry, Judy, and Mike Williams. I was really hoping you threw me up uh, DeAndre Hopkins here. You know, I haven't heard his name. I typed that in and then I deleted it for both of you because you. Both would have obviously taken that one. Who was it? I didn't hear. DeAndre Hopkins. You know, I'm oh, just going to replace yeah. somebody here. But honestly, I'm having a little bit of trouble between Jerry Judy and Mike Evans. Like they just seem like so much. Obviously, different strengths, different ages. But did you mean Mike Mike Evans? What do you mean? Scott's got Mike Evans. Who are Sorry, you talking? Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Yeah. Um, Jerry Judy and Mike Williams, different parts in their career, different talents, different everything, but I'm struggling. I'll probably replace Mike Williams. I don't love it. Um, Keenan Allen, longtime love, and that's kind of a same team switch, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't notice that until I hit record. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, Amari Cooper, I've I've never been a fan of, and I I don't think this year I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger on that. McLaurin, love him to death. Love, 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 love him. I don't know what's going on there in Washington. I know they're going <laughs> to. I love him. I love, 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 love him. But he's got a turf toe injury. I don't, I don't trust Washington. I want to pick him. I think I'm just going to. This is going to be like an easy switch for me. I think that Keenan Allen's going to be more stable. And I think Mike Williams could more blast off. But as my wide receiver three, I think Keenan Allen is a smart move to replace Mike Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Now, Scott, are you ready for yours? Yeah. You get Brandon Ayuk, Najee Harris, and Travis Etienne. Brandon Mm. Ayuk, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne. A little bit more versatility in in your group. I am starting to like Najee Harris a lot more than I did. I know he didn't have a very good year last year. Um, but I I think he's undervalued right now where he's going. Um, well, maybe not. I guess looking at the rankings, he's about where I would t- take him. But overall, I feel like there's some wide receivers going before him that maybe – not just running backs, but overall, I would take him higher than some other people. But mm-hmm. um, Ayuk to replace Kirk, probably not really a huge. I feel like that's a huge gain there. Um, By replacing but, Kamara uh, in your flex spot, you know? Right. No, I was. Yeah, that's for sure what I'm looking at is. Um, Did you just say that and I wasn't listening? Nah, it's cool. No, I'm just saying Ayuk. I'm I'm going through them and kind of explaining why I'm not looking at Ayuk. Gotcha. I don't think Ayuk is a huge upgrade from Christian Kirk. There, I'm trying why to are, look up. Why aren't we interested in Ayuk? He was awesome towards the end of the year, but all three of us, I think, are on the same page of kind of like blah. 
yeah i don't know but i think if i go like i've heard some arguments it's like let's stay away from debo samuel there and go with ie if you're gonna draft somebody and the arguments are usually pretty good in the end and i can't say i've looked in too much i'm staying away from both as much as i've always loved debo samuel and i hear great things about Ayuk, and he's done great things on the field i i don't i don't just love going san francisco wide receiver i, I think i'm with you too i think i'm christian mccaffrey or nothing in that offense like that's kind yeah. of where i am i wouldn't mind having debo but i think as big of as does, I thought he was going to be last year, and I took him as my wide receiver one, and that didn't really pan out. I'd be a little nervous if he's my wide receiver one if you wait on that position. Mm-hmm. So what's it going to be? Final verdict. Um, so I will. Yeah, I'm not. So I'm not going to do Ayuk over Kirk because I don't think it's a big upgrade. Um, Najee or Etienne. I think it's Najee is the better one there. So I, I'm definitely going to take Najee. Mm-hmm. Um, do I want to replace Kamara or Damian Pierce? Oh, mm. I th- I think you replace Kamara. I think Pierce. Matt convinced me a moment ago about Damian Pierce, and uh, you don't have to worry about that three game suspension in this. Right. I mean, that's that's where I was leaning those toward Kamara, but it's just he's been such a big name; it feels wrong. It just feels wrong. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. I get you. I get you. And uh, Jamal but, Williams is there in New Orleans, so I mean, you got to worry about that too. Yeah, that's that's why I was. If there was a longer suspension, I was thinking of uh getting some uh, shares of Williams for a few games, but three isn't really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on where he's going, obviously. But so yeah, no, I'll I'll replace Kamara with Harrison. So it is decided. Now you guys tell me who won this thing because I'm not going to pick. I said I was going to pick at the beginning. I'm not going to do it because this is wonderful. So Matt's team is Geno Smith. Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, DK Metcalf, Jerry Judy, Keenan Allen, George Kittle, and Ken Walker. Scott's team is Justin Herbert, Tony Pollard, Damian Pierce, T. Higgins, Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, Travis Kelsey, and Najee Harris. How do you guys feel your players, excuse me, your teams ended up from this wonderful, wonderful draft? Before we had to make the change... I definitely liked my team more, but I think his his change upgraded his wide receivers big time where mine didn't upgrade my running back nearly as much. Mm-hmm. So if you'd asked me that before the trade, I'd have said my team, but because I felt like wide receivers is where he was a little weaker, and now he just got Keenan Allen for Mike mm-hmm. Williams, which just essentially negates that now. So, uh, Matt, your thoughts before I decide. <laughs> My initial thoughts are like I, I, I get that his ADP is slightly higher, but I I like Etienne more than Najee Harris, so that that move didn't really excite me. Um, they're both above where Kamara's going in draft, so it was a good replacement, um, no doubt. But for some reason, I wanted Etienne. A- after that, I think you're stronger at court QB. I think I'm stronger at RB. Um, I think wide receiver core is kind of even. I think um, this this is the same exact yeah. breakdown that I have is better quarterback for Scott, better running backs for Matt, even Steven wide receivers, better tight end for Scott split on the flex. I think that you guys 
I think we were going to give participation trophies across the board. Well, the way you brought that down, I think Scott edges me out. And, I mean, we'll see how the season works out. I think I I I get the... played our pick of cards well. Like, honestly, the only one that Scott picked that I didn't necessarily agree with is I liked Etienne a little more than Najee Harris, (laughs) which, again, I'm not consensus favorite on that. So I don't really have much of a leg to stand on. I think you guys both get silver medals i get the gold medal for uh commandeering such a strong draft i think that is the only i was gonna say the only thing i would have done different for matt was i'd have probably taken Devonte in the second instead of jacobs only because he already had derrick henry and i love Devonte smith or Devonte adams yeah i'm I'm just i've never been a big Devonte adams guy so that's that's definitely you know why he he hung out there why haven't we just taken these teams every year and just done a total points for the end of the year and see who comes up because I know there's injuries and everything we, like that because w- there's no reason we can't we just you know just move on with our lives we're just too stupid to do <laughs> and i'm sorry but like i by the time i get back on the show doc i just delete things because i'm like i don't know what this shit is and uh it makes it really nice when we're trying to see what our rankings were later on by mm-hmm. the way danny well, I go through them. I know, I know, I know. I thought about that every time I delete the stuff from the show. I'm like, you know, you can just keep it. And I'm like, nah, it's stupid. Or if or at the end of the year, I go back through and I'm like re- restarting for the next year. And I'm like, oh, God, I lost all these bets. I'm just going to delete them. So, no, <laughs> I would never do that. I'm not eating a jalapeno again. I will not do it. I'll never stop talking about it. I won't, and I won't stop talking about it. But uh, that's this show. Um, Next week we've got the world famous Chump Awards coming your way. Oh, Matt Scott and myself have been just breaking down video on training camp to decide who our baby bubbas are going to be. The teams we think are looking great, the standouts in fantasy. We're going to bring it all to you. The Chump Awards are next week. Probably we'll toss in a little bit of maybe bold predictions, maybe busts, depending on how much time you know the three of us have, which is just so much always and forever. But um, yeah, we appreciate you guys sticking around. Come back next week. Good luck in your drafts. If you guys are drafting this upcoming weekend, Matt, blast us off. Remember, have fun with it.